Church of the Cross, and welcome back to the 9th Avenue 9. This is your host, Joel Bascom, pastor of Connecting and Equipping. We are in the middle of summer in Minnesota, and the music keeps on spinning thanks to all of you at Cross who continue to talk to me about the podcast and give me great feedback. You are now listening to the 12th episode of the 9th Avenue 9, and it will be the first episode to feature a couple, David and Jennifer Asp. As the podcast continues on its journey, I do want people to have fun with this format, as David and Jen did. They had a great time of it, and I love some of the creative ways they sort of played with the format. So, we will get to their episode in just one moment. Before we start, though, I wanted to quickly reflect on why I started this podcast, where it's headed, and why I want to continue doing it. I started this podcast back in the winter and during some of the bleakest days of the pandemic, partly as one way for people to get to know each other as we had to spend a lot more time at home. Well, we are all out and about a lot more, and the podcast has proven to be a great conversation starter still. So as long as people still want to be interviewed, I will keep doing these podcasts. Also, on a quick theological note, because I'm just that kind of a guy, you may remember that Pastor Christian referred to the concept of common grace back in episode one. One of the reasons for this podcast is it's a way to affirm this wonderful biblical truth, that God causes rain to fall on the just and the unjust, and that the works of art that come from believers and unbelievers alike reflect their creator. And sometimes biblical truth is more truthfully told or sometimes more accurately told by people outside the fold, even if it's even by accident. So this show celebrates God's common grace. And with that in mind, it is my pleasure to bring you to episode number 12, featuring my friends David and Jennifer Asp. Welcome back to the Ninth Avenue Nine, and I have to say I have been taken over, uh, taken hostage, if you will. It's a pretty, pretty peaceful hostage situation, but it is a hostage situation. It's I not that two, peaceful. Not peaceful, but I've been told to tell you that it's peaceful. Uh, I've been been taken over by two people who don't have regards for the wishes of their host, and while other guests have cooperated with the rules, these two have seen fit to make their own rules. It is. Only out of the goodness and generosity of my heart that I've allowed them to bend, if not break, the rules of the podcast. For those of you who don't quite know, I'm only partly joking. <laughs> while, the, while these two dear friends are bending the rules of the Ninth Avenue Nine, in truth, I have long waited for them to be the first couple that I would interview. These two have been longtime friends of my wife Stephanie and I. My wife, Stephanie, has worked closely with Jen on women's retreats and Bible studies. I share a deep affinity with David for baseball, which we would say is one of God's great gifts to humanity. We have shared life and so many of God's good gifts, and I have had to have them on before they depart to help plant our next daughter church, Resurrection Anglican. It is my pleasure to welcome to the Ninth Avenue Nine, David and Jennifer Asp. Hi. You're going to talk? Thank you. Yeah. No, no, we're here. We're, um, thanks. It's great. I, now, because he said he's a hostage yes. on the thing, we have to listen for the thing that you would say to tip people off that you're being held hostage. So that's the thing, apart from <laughs> I'm just, I'm a hostage, right? What would the thing that you would not normally say that yeah, you Yeah, yeah, that's why it's, it's a bit. It's a bit. To know. It's a yeah. bit. Okay, can I just, can we back up? Yeah. So you talked about how I'm friends with Steph, but not really how I'm friends with you. Jen and but, I are also good friends. Oh, okay. 
I would say that definitely. Okay, thanks. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's well, true. It's been, yes, we're good friends. But you've worked more closely with Steph than with me. That I mean, was what Steph's I was great. Yes. It's true that she didn't want to be in the recording room, and I am Yeah, she left. Yeah, she left, and, she's, and, and I'm sure she won't feel bad at all that we're making reference to the fact that she left. <laughs> 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 so um, I'm excited to do this. Now, David and Jen have, have decided to still follow the rules in that they only have nine albums. At least that's what they told me coming in. Unless you've changed something on me yeah, since we talked. Yeah, I'm not that. sure who told you, you that. Did you say that? Yeah, she, oh, Jen okay. told me. Okay. So <laughs> nine out, but the, the two of you came up with nine albums together. Yeah, well, we took... Oh, wait a minute. Are we going to do like 90 instead? Is there going to be 90 albums? This is the Ninth Avenue 9, nine not the Ninth the ninth Avenue 90. The Ninth Avenue 99. <laughs> this podcast lasts It's going to be seven hours. hours. Yeah, we have to... Great. But there's a lot of room for breaks and people can... Well, <laughs> we just, we took your idea and we, I mean, I want to say made it better. Um, mm, yes. So it's very flattering. Just you can see why I've worked mainly with David and not <laughs> with you. <laughs> I mean, just so listeners know, you advocated that we would have eighteen. I said that they could do eighteen. They could do two separately or nine. Yeah, and what we said was, oh, we have a combined list. Okay. That it, that has a story arc. I mean, mm. we have lots of themes running through it. It's a picture of our marriage and all its health and dysfunction. Okay. Okay. We're going and on too long now. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we, we will nine albums, uh, a book, and I guess we could talk when we get there as to whether or not there's going to be two books or one book and one or two luxury items, but whichever. So, with that in mind, it's a great teaser. Yeah, isn't People, it? Keep listening, folks, and find out if we have one or two luxury items. Yeah, <laughs> you got to listen to the end to find out. Right. What's the first album? Okay, we are going with a bold choice for album one. Okay. Okay, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Are you kind of excited? I'm um, super excited. Okay. Can't wait. Um, we're going to go with Ben Folds, Rock in the Suburbs. Ben Folds. Is this Ben Folds 5 or just Ben Folds? It's Ben Folds. Okay. This is this is his first album, I believe right? it was after his he... first solo after yeah. the Ben Folds 5. Okay. Yeah. And and yeah, so Rock in the Suburbs was it's a and it's a bold choice, Jen says, because it's because uh, she said so. It's interesting. I mean, the, so the way I'm going to give you the background of our experience with this album. Sure. What now, what year did this album come out? It came out actually on September 11th, 2001. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah. So okay. um, I, we didn't discover it then. No, um, and I actually hadn't ever really been a Ben Folds fan. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people our age like him, uh, but I hadn't discovered him myself until the first year after we got married. We lived in Washington D.C. And um, Jen took a trip with her brother to Spain and Portugal. Okay. And I Listen to music. went and bought a bunch of CDs. Yeah. <laughs> and one yeah. of the CDs, I thought, well, people like Ben Folds, I'll check it out. Yeah. And I bought this album. Okay. And just, uh, it really kind of captured my interest. I listened to it a lot while Jen was gone. And then when she came back, I said, you got to check this out. And so we started mm-hmm. listening to it together, and it became... Kind of a soundtrack to that summer. Okay. Yeah. I'm summer sure of O two then, I guess. That or? would have been the summer of two thousand five. Okay, so a couple years later. Right after yeah. we got married in two thousand four. All right. Yeah. And f- and for those of you keeping score at home, we always do a Spotify playlist, and so David and Jen will talk with me about a couple of their favorite cuts from the album. So what are the favorite cuts from the album? Well, that's funny that you asked that question, Joel. I have a different answer to offer you for not that question. Um, As because, usual. Right. <laughs> because, okay, so... Do you want the whole album on your Spotify playlist? Well, can, I, can I tell you something about our marriage? Sure. Okay, our, our marriage story is that we take 
exceedingly long car trips and we tend to listen to one album on repeat. Sure. It's unclear why we do that, but we, in fact, do do mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So, so Bin Folds, although it wasn't the particular album, Rock in the Suburbs, we went to Scotland. Yeah. Jump in with the story, Dave. If We went to Scotland yeah. and we um, drove across the country to see to the world's most remote pub and we didn't have any music so yeah. we stopped at a music store and we bought two albums yeah so this is i'll jump in because you know jen is famously reserved and yeah, keeps her opinions. yeah it's i mean cool. yes, you just absolutely. don't know what she thinks about something yeah when you start so yeah i had no idea what she thinks of this podcast right <laughs> or the rules of the podcast <laughs> yeah, or the rules the, the so we yeah. so jen you know sometimes you have to drag your opinion out but this, so we're we're going <laughs> We're in Scotland, rented a car, which was its own experience, and said, I'm going to buy some CDs. So I went to the store, and I bought a David Bowie CD. Uh-huh. I thought that would be cool to listen to. And I come back out, and Jen's just like, this is terrible. I'm not going to listen to David Bowie. Hmm. She, well, we didn't want to listen to just... You, she doesn't like David Bowie. No. So we had a fight about David Bowie, and then I went back in, and I just said, I had to make some changes. And I just went to the yeah, person David behind Bowie there song. and I yeah. said, yeah, I said, I need, I need a different CD, you know. And he looked at me and he's like, well, you, you seem to be American. There's a Ben Fold CD. He's American. So I said, I'll do it. So yes. I bought it. Yeah. And that's what we listened to the whole way. But except in fairness, for, you know you can't listen to David Bowie on repeat. That's crazy I making. I don't agree with that. Oh, I would listen to David no, Bowie. No, I loved it. So, so the point being that you wouldn't want to have it broken up. You would just want to have the whole album on the on the playlist. The point is that we were saturated and immersed yeah. in Binfolds. Yeah, and that was early in our marriage, and it was, um, yeah. I mean, I think formative. So when I was pregnant with our first child, Caroline, mm-hmm. um, we went to First Ave, and Dave knew that I would need to sit down because mm-hmm. I was. I mean, big. You're I was putting big. Your arms I'm putting my arms out. You yeah. know what I'm yeah, talking about. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and I was covering my tummy so that her little tiny baby ears wouldn't be hurt by the loudness of the music <laughs> and also the, um, the expletives. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. the one thing that we should say about Ben Folds is that he's pretty profane. Okay. So I think that's something. A little word for the kids out there, yeah. right? Yeah. So we have been to Orchestra to Hall because he and Sarah Hicks, who's the um, one of the. Yeah. Conductors, mm-hmm. right? sure. they work together a lot, and mm-hmm. they have really great concerts. And those tend to be, uh, I mean, maybe not kid friendly, but definitely yeah, sure. better. Okay. So the songs should I have the songs? I think yeah. waiting. The okay. songs we'll are, um, I think, our favorite. You don't song have to go through the song. We together. can just tell me later. But it's nice yeah, we like people to hear. The song called Zach and Sarah, which uh-huh. we really like off the CD. Yeah. Um, so what else? What else do you like? Well, I, I mean, it's just a great album, like all the way through the. Um, there are, a, there are a lot of, I mean, we sort of write this on kid-friendly, like rock in the suburbs, um, you have to, you just have to skip if you have kids. So <laughs> just okay. know that. But yeah. everything else is, it is so fun. All right. Nice thing instructed. And so, yeah, that's another theme for us is we like going to concerts and live music. Yep. I think almost every album that we have. Something I failed to mention in the intro sing. is we have been to a concert together. Yeah. Right. We were the same concert. Right. We, we didn't to sit the... together because I don't think you would have wanted to sit near me during the concert. Oh, we'll get uh, to that, Oh, Joel. yeah, we have. Fair we have, enough. We have something to talk about. All right, about so speaking that. of getting yeah. to that, what's mm-hmm. album number two? Well, album number two, we need to preface by talking about your podcast. Um, the, <laughs> oh, fantastic. Because so, we haven't talked enough about that. The, <laughs> the thing that has struck us, and we've listened to a number of the episodes already. I think you haven't listened to all of them? Well, two are not released yet. 
The ones that are released, though. We're going to be number 12. We've We've listened listened to to all of the released episodes. Yes. Fair enough. And um, I feel like we are going to be groundbreaking for the podcast (laughs) because we're bringing a message to the people (laughs) that you don't have to pick a Bob Dylan album. Yeah. I mean, and you can you, you can like Bob Dylan. Yeah. You don't have to pick a U2 album. You yeah. can like U2. Yeah. We all like U2. Yeah. You don't have to do it. You, you don't, don't have, have to pick to. those yeah, albums. Yeah, you don't. Yeah. You also don't have to mention um, the first person who was on your podcast. Like, you're not obligated to mention that person. It comes up a lot. In the yeah, podcast. episode one. Yeah, people like, make reference to him. Yeah. Yeah, all that. You don't have to do it. I you wish, they, I wish people wouldn't. I wish we would yeah, leave them behind. That's up, exactly right. And we're making that possible for Fair future enough. people on this podcast. Thank you for freeing me up. You, Thank you. So with that You're in mind. Welcome. With that in mind, we, you do, however, have to pick an Ava Brothers album. <laughs> and so we, we've done you that. You picked an Ava Brothers required. album. Yeah, and this is sure. similar to us. The Ava Brothers, a really great band for um, our family. We, I discovered the Ava Brothers like in 2006, 2007. Also, pretty early on. Yeah, I was early. A lot of people say before they were cool, and I would say actually, they've always been cool. Before they were cool. No, no, they've always been cool. Just when they were bad, you like them. They're pretty cool. And they and we, I discovered the Emotionalism album. Listened to it a lot. Yeah, that was one of my favorites. Jen hated it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) She kept me from going to see them at the University of New Mexico when we were in Albuquerque one time. Wow. Yeah. So. I didn't get to go to that show because she didn't like them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, but then, better, but then, <laughs> later, we got more into it, and now we're picking True Sadness, which is our compromise album. Your compromise. It would album. not be my number one. It would not be Jen with no hard feelings. Well, because no that's feelings. the Ooh. yeah, you like it's that? It's the best yeah. song. No hard feelings is a great song. Wait, is it great or is it the best? Because I would say it's um, just the best. It's pretty darn good. Ooh, that's still. It's not my favorite Aver Brothers song, but it is great. It is great. Which yeah. is your favorite song? Oh, it's not about me right now. You don't have to put me up to that. It's just about you guys. It's about you. Maybe Here. someday if I'm ever on the show, somebody can ask me what my favorite <laughs> song is if I choose an Ava Brothers album. Oh well, my goodness. What if your first podcast episode, episode guy, what if, if, what if we can refer to him as he who... Should not be named. He must not be named. <laughs> well, that's uh, okay. He must not be named is going to interview you, right? I mean, that's going to. I think that's a, that's a possibility. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, well, uh, we, what, so besides the, besides that is their song. I mentioned this on my son Jack's podcast that that's the song that they close their Great. shows with in wonderful fashion. What's another? What is your other favorite song on the album, if not more than one? I, well, Ain't No Man is a really a song we like a lot. Yeah. And, that's like and the kids. reason, and the kids like it, the reason we got into it is when <laughs> yes, it came out, you know, it's it's not a typical Ava Brothers song at yeah. all. Yeah. It? It's a little... Right. It was, it's like the moment when you first hear a song and you remember it forever. Mm-hmm. I mean, when it came out, like, what? Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. is happening? What are they mm-hmm. doing? Mm-hmm. So that's a fun song. And then I like Smithsonian. Yeah, I do really too. I really thing. like that one too. Yeah. It's kind of a, kind, of a, <clears throat> kind of a deep cut. I like that one a lot. Yeah. So... So this is also mostly a kid-friendly album, but you have to skip number six, uh, which starts out "Babies in the Cradle." Oh sure, and the first kids, line is yeah. The, the first line starts out "Babies in the Cradle," yeah, yeah, yeah. and our kids, I think, to this day would say like, "What happens to the babies in the cradle?" <laughs> what? Because <laughs> it starts. The song starts, and then Jen skips yeah. it. So right. So so this is um, Ava Brothers, as you mentioned. Yeah. Uh, we saw them. With you in Duluth. Yes. Yeah, we, we went to Duluth and we, yeah, we had dinner at 
grandma's, I think, right? right? Yeah. I watched baseball and walked over. But maybe you remember you sat in the luxury seating, and we just sat. <laughs> you were the ground. We had general admission. <laughs> you're, you're on the, you're on the floor. Mission. I could see David from our seats. Yeah. But you yeah. could not see me because I was buried in humanity. <laughs> um, and it was a great show. <laughs> it was a great show. So it was the last concert that we saw before the pandemic. Really? Yeah. And David and I were talking about 2018, right? Yeah, see, I don't think... It's a while ago. It was, it was a year and a half no, before. No, we saw... Because we saw the Avery Brothers in 2019, too. Did you go to the Gorge yeah, after that? the Gorge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So your story falls apart. Oh, my yeah. story totally falls apart. Yeah. What I was going to say is that David and I didn't get to see the concert together because we didn't have the luxury seating yes. option because I was standing behind a group of tall human trees, and they <laughs> felt sorry for me and let me go in front of them, but Aww, they didn't let David go in front. Sorry, David. So yeah. I got to see the well, show. I could see... And I, mean, I didn't get to be with you. So yeah. win some, lose some. Well, that is a good, that is a really good album. And we've Man, seen I don't know if any of them are good, but yeah. Yeah, uh, apparently emotionalism isn't in your mind, but <laughs> which so, I don't understand at all. But So the enough. other fun thing about the Aver Brothers is we, we wanted to take our kids to like their first official real mm-hmm. concert, and we wanted it to be awesome. Yeah. So we did it. Oh, I mean, obviously we had we a road friends. trip. Yeah, we had friends in Portland, so we were going to visit yeah. them and went to the Gorge which in mm-hmm. George Washington, which is an amazing place to see a concert. We rented yeah. it at our first RV. Mm-hmm. It was pretty only epic. RV, yeah. Our only ever RV. Mm-hmm. And Aver Brothers was, that was one of three bands. All three bands made our playlist, made our oh, top nine. Oh, okay. So I think I know one of the other ones. That's like a so little teaser. A little teaser for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. Right. Yes. So, well, what is number three? Number three. Number three is uh, less known. It's a band called Tea Leaf Green. Okay. Yeah, I haven't and heard. And they that. have an album called Taught to Be Proud. Okay. Came out in two thousand five. Mm hmm. Um, they're a band out of San Francisco, I believe. Yeah. And um, they feature like a, a really great keyboard player, is also the lead singer, mm-hmm. and it's just a really like, just a really chill, like, catchy album. I mean, it's really fun to listen to. I think it's a summer album, so listen to it now. But Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the thing now. is, we went to see... Well, this isn't going to be broadcast until Christmas, so... Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> not, not a Christmas band. Like, yeah, no, this will probably be out in the summer, out yeah, So, yes, <laughs> appropriate. Yeah. So we went to see Trey. Yeah. So we discovered, I should say, we discovered them at a concert. So yeah, they were the opening band. And uh-huh. they were so much better than he was. Mm. I mean, he, who did you go see? Trey Anastasio. Okay. So Trey Anastasio, the singer and guitar player for Fish. Yeah. Okay. Who doesn't sing that well? I disagree. Fair enough. I'm a fan of Trey's, and I love to go see him in concert. And but this, this was, other this band was, was better. Oh, for well, sure. Well, this was the time in our relationship where Jen would still go with me to any Fish-related concert. Yeah. I was young and, and I didn't know. <laughs> so she came We're with... still putting up with it. It was at the State Theater in Minneapolis. We had great seats. seats. Mm-hmm. We got, I got them on eBay or something. And they, were, they were in the orchestra pit. Yeah. So they're just awesome seats. It was really a fun show, and we discovered this band. And so I would say probably for the next, like, six months, we just did nothing to listen to the CD. And then actually saw them again a couple more times. Now, what so, was it called again? Who was the band? Uh, Tea Leaf Green. Tea Leaf Green. Yeah. yeah. And they have... So they have... Really catchy tunes. I mean, they're just, it's delightful to listen to. But then their lyrics are so good, too. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, so here's like a little, I'm not going to sing it. I'm just going to say it with my voice. Sounds good. Um, Okay, here's one. Darling, let's let our hair grow long. We can work on a farm, maybe live on a mountain. I got an old hound dog, likes to run. He needs a lot of room, and he hates to be chained up. 
That's the chorus. Yeah, you go. That's, that's from the garden. You should that's great. The, the garden. It's called the garden. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, here's another line. It's hard to be cool when you're playing for the profits. Playing for the profits. Right. That's great. <laughs> okay, and then this this one we both agreed is maybe one of our favorite. It's a, like a little tag at the end of a song. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't believe in fairies, but I'm not so sure about vampires building up their empires made of blood and bone and fire. Mm. Which is like poetic and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the songs in this album are like The Garden, part three, which is the first song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The second song called Taught to be Proud, which is also the name of the album. Yeah. And then uh, I've Been Seeking, which Jen just read from. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. that's pretty good. Yeah, so this is a great band. Oh, and this is 100% kid approved. 100% kid approved. Fantastic. All right, well, we have made it for, through the first three. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. cut that you just heard why don't you tell us a little bit about that david it's a special request of david's that i demanded it and yeah request is as easy a, to say as as a you, demand. Can say, you can tell the people threatened violence threatened it demanded it and yes. the the that's the theme song from my podcast yeah because uh, now we've Baseball. officially taken this podcast oh. over. yeah now we're just gonna take doesn't this matter what again. i want <laughs> you just pay, played the theme song from my podcast yeah. which makes this now my podcast Going forward. So are we going to even hear the other six albums, or are we just going to talk nope, about baseball? Nope, we're going to talk about baseball now. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, yeah, that was, and I should say that theme song, which was the best part of the podcast, by was... By far. Uh, Has a connection to Church of the Cross. Yeah, it was created by Evan Jacobs, Matthew Jacobs' uh, brother. Matthew Jacobs, yes. And so, Matthew, you've been shouted out on the podcast, and your brother, of course, so... Yeah. With that in mind, we were talking uh, over the break about the fact that we've actually went to two uh, Avid Brothers concerts, the same concerts. We also went to one at Target uh, Center. I think it was in 2014? Oh, I don't no, know. I think it was 16. 16? Something like that. 2016. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. We were just talking about that over the break. We had forgotten about that, so we've actually been to two shows in the same time. But still, didn't sit together. Because right. that wouldn't go well. But we remembered it because we had a conversation in the sanctuary yes. about... True That's Seth, Seth Avitt's uh, song, uh, True Sadness, which is my personal favorite on the album. Which I feel like we should note on this podcast, we have now committed, we've narrowed it down, you're committed to the favorite song on that. I mean, this is Well, I thought we were talking about favorite Avitt Brothers album. song. Well, on that I, album, I yeah. Like it's, take what you can that, get. I thought you were asking about like my favorite song of all time, and that, I didn't say that. Okay, well... Moving along, <laughs> what's your number four album? Number four is... Uh, this is an album that is not only kid-friendly, but I recommend you play it to your kids. It's uh, Like a must-listen. It's a must-listen. Which U2 album is this? <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to choose a U2 album. <laughs> you don't have, doesn't to. have to. It doesn't to mean that you won't, because they are great. That's true. But yeah. this is uh, by 
It's a jazz album by the Cannonball Adderley Quintet called Mercy, Mercy, Mercy Live at The Club. The Club. Uh, It came out in 1967. And uh, I will tell you how I discovered it. Yeah. um, When I was in school, I I took a spring break trip to New Orleans, Mm -hmm. uh, one spring break, and tried to hear as much live music as we could with a couple friends. And we ended up making friends with some jazz musicians, and they brought us back late one night to their uh, their big apartment where they just played all night wow. till the early hours of the morning. Yeah. And the one song that they really they just were jamming on, and I was really into it, was this "Mercy, Mercy, Mercy." And so since then, I've tried to listen to this song as much as I can. And um, well, you got me interested. I yeah, you got to try it. I, I have not. I know who Cannonball Adderley is, but I. Well, yeah. One of the great things about the album is it has this banter in it uh-huh. and it kind of and some introductions it has talking in it yeah it's a live album it's yeah. a live so album it's and so it's great. yeah and it's so mm-hmm. good so our favorite song mercy 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 um, has this great intro that the whole family can say together as the you know that's teeing mm-hmm. up the song yeah and it feels like the way life ought to be yeah <laughs> There are those moments. Are you overall just, do you like jazz overall? I don't think we've talked about this ever. Yeah. I mean, we do, and I I do, but I'm not, I would definitely not say that I'm a huge jazz fan, and I don't have a lot of But this is like a special, it's a special album for our family. It's a special album. Dave listened Mm -hmm. to it every day when he took Caroline to kindergarten. Mm -hmm. So So what year did this come out? 1967. Yeah, you did say that. And, And so we, yeah, so we started listening to it, and really just listening to Mercy, 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 which is yeah. the best song on the album, of course. But then the song right after it is a song called The Sticks, mm-hmm. which is just awesome. So mm-hmm. it would just it would flow from one to the other, and mm-hmm. you just get the feeling like you're live yeah. there in it. Yeah. And so it's really... And then from there, I listen to the whole thing, and there's maybe like five songs on the album, but they're, yeah. they're all great. Okay, and this brings up um, an uncomfortable pattern that I feel like we should name. And address just head on. Are we, t- are we talking about the show or are we talking about in general? Oh, bigger pattern? Bigger, think bigger, Joel. Okay, yeah. Okay. Um, so, uh, so Dave's been introducing these albums, which is fair because, because he discovered the music and then I usually come on board with my zest and enthusiasm, which <laughs> then helps him love it and creates an atmosphere for the best kinds of listening yeah. and I would say living, sure. honestly. Sure, sure. Um, But it also sort of points to a dynamic in our marriage where uh, I have a lot of my own tastes and preferences you may may or may not. I hadn't really noticed. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So our list in the way that we were able to focus it was, oh, yeah, we like this because you introduced it. And then I am so happy and enjoy it with you. Um, I also have a lot of my own ideas. Yeah, some of your own ideas. Yeah. So so this is a picture of... um, the picture of our marriage. <laughs> so <laughs> okay, so well. but that brings up a question that I usually ask people: Is there a particular time of life that a lot of these are from? If this is obviously not, most of these are going to be obviously since you were, you know, since you since you were doing these together. Uh, was there any theme in time, or was it just all stuff that's mainly you know just all stuff that you found together, or was it some of it that you brought in from previous your your life previous to being together? It's all together. Yeah, I mean, I think it's all stuff that we discovered and really became passionate about together. Got it. Chronologically. Mm -hmm. Like, this is like a documentary of our relationship. Sure. Which is what a lot of people have been, I would say, hankering for. 
<laughs> yeah, you know what? It's funny you mention that because every time I'm every break for every podcast, that's all they've been saying. I kind of thought emails. so. I mean, Christian is actually. Oh, I'm sorry. He who must not be named <laughs> has actually emailed that to me and said, "Please, can we just okay. add?" Yeah, that's right. Yeah. What's but number five? Number five. Yeah, I thought she was gonna, gonna do this. No, go for it. Okay, number five is uh, Gillian Welch. Sure. An album called The Harrow and the Harvest. Okay. 2011 album. Yeah. Um, this is kind of another one that we really got into together. Mm-hmm. And I think like some of the other stuff we've talked about, you know, I discovered, I think I read something about Gillian Welch and, and bought this album. And uh, I think it's a winter album. Like it I has agree. a real like, it's part of some even of it's a little bit. Even though the word harvest part. is in the title. Yeah. yeah even though like, the harvest is in the title. It's kind of melancholy and. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, sort of but it's great. And the, and since then I would recommend anyone to, to listen to, uh, Gillian Welch and Dave Rawlings. They're well, right. And we discovered Gillian Welch and then out of, well, going to concerts, discovered how awesome mm-hmm. David Rawlings is. Mm-hmm. We didn't really know, we just didn't really know him and they're such a, they're such a good team together. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. I've, I've heard songs from this album. Yeah. Yeah. This is a great album. The thing that I really like about. Gillian and David, um, or that I, I feel like they are fiction writers. Their songs are always about mm. stories. I mean, mm-hmm. it's stories about other people, which is kind of how Ben Folds operates. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's personal, but a lot of times it's stories. So I'm thinking of it as a, kind of a fiction category, mm-hmm. whereas like Aver Brothers, that's largely nonfiction because they mostly just write about their own a lot of it. hearts and souls. Mm-hmm. Well, and at its best, I uh, country music in general at its best is storytelling, in my opinion. Yeah. If you look, and yeah. that's what, when I went from being like growing up in the grunge 90s era thinking country music was silly or not cool, and then when I realized, started to realize how much I love the stories that country music told, that's when I started loving country music. And so this is, and that's uh, Julian Welch and Emmy Lou Harris and mm-hmm. a lot of the folks that end up being sort of gateway into country but then when you get into the really, really country-ish stuff, it's stories, and it's a lot of it's amazing. Yeah. It's, it's just, when we, we saw them at the zoo, and I remember leaving and having a conversation with David saying, these are people who have um, perfected their craft. Mm-hmm. Like, what they're trying to do, they do it mm-hmm. so well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So the song, we would pick off this album as The Way It Goes. Mm-hmm. That's a great story song, yeah. mm-hmm. and um, and probably the most popular song on the album. Mm-hmm. I think gets a lot of play. And this is, um, I would say, it rates okay for kids as long as you don't pay attention to all of the words. <laughs> <laughs> so why would you? Well, I will say this. I don't mean to be too much of a spoiler, but this is the second time that this album has been mentioned to me in my interviews. So it's it's getting it's getting some traction. Yeah, well, it is really great from what I've listened to. Yeah. What is number six? Um, number six is Trampled by Turtles. Oh, haven't heard of them. <laughs> <laughs> Trampled by Turtles. Which um, album? Life is Good on the Open Road. Oh, that's wonderful. And that's wonderful. I will just say, I I feel like ooh, my introduction to this group was great because it was I went to see a concert. Mm-hmm. At First Ave, oh, I had never seen people 
play instruments so fast yeah. and so hard. Yeah. And there was um, some sort of dissonance because they are not, generally speaking, like fit men. <laughs> and so watching men work so hard and sweat and then also thinking, like, how are you not... I think Dave Simonette's a fit guy. The other guys aren't. Uh, certainly no offense to Trump by Turtles. We might have to cut but the it's, that out. But it's just, <laughs> so, it's just so invigorating to watch people play they're their amazing. instruments I mean, they're, so... They, they, especially the, the violin player. Yes! The I, think, oh, I, I love I, it. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he, he, he is amazing. Yeah, so I did I, just his, take... Is his name David? No, his name is Ryan. Ryan. Young. He's great. I, I did mean, take a trip to Red Wing to to go to by. Kelly's bar. Yeah, yeah. I just drove by there last Saturday. I was I went, drove down to Winona to yeah. pick up stuff, and we drove by Kelly's bar and saluted it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did absolutely. you play? Did you play the album? No, I was listening to you two. I think. Yeah, <laughs> 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 you know, it's just no. I can't remember when I was. We were listening to. Uh, I can't remember what I was listening to, but yeah, that's, uh, so is Kelly's Bar one of your favorite songs on it? I love Kelly's Bar, yeah. You know the one that I like that I feel like I've never heard them play, but but I just love it every time I hear it is, um, I Went to Hollywood. Yeah, I thought thought you might say that. That's a a great, well, it's because it's where I grew, I I didn't grow up in Hollywood, I grew up in Southern California, but I love that song, because it's where, I grew up in Southern California, and when they sing that, it just makes me think of home. It's a great song, and I, I, I mean, in general, it's, I mean... Trying to think what else is on that one. I like the one about John Steinbeck. Thank you, John Steinbeck. Oh, the and middle. The middle really, is the one yeah. I really like. I have Thursday. middle on my spring playlist. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so the is it called John track. Steinbeck? Thank it's you, John Steinbeck. Thank you, John Steinbeck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, was, um, but I think the middle is a great song. Yeah. Really, that's a really fast song, so you kind of mm-hmm. get the sense of how they play with that song. And, and, and also, life is good on the open road. I really like it's that also, one too. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. Trampled by Turtles, that is the second of three bands that we saw at the Gorge yes. for our kids' first concert. bringing it back to baseball, I understand that when you walked into the venue... That's right. Could you tell me a little story Yeah, yeah. That? So when we went, when we went, we went to the concert at and the Gorge. And this is in Oregon, so you're ways away from Minnesota. Yeah. Well, the Gorge is in Washington. Washington. Washington, we, pardon me. But we... Because we had the same thing out there, We it? had to take a road trip so that we could listen to an album <laughs> right. on repeat. Yes. And we walked into the, the... It's like a big amphitheater. Yeah. So we walk in, and they were already playing when we walked in because there had been this tornado warning, so everyone was delayed in the parking lot. The whole audience yeah. was waiting to get in. And they were just trying to fit the concert in. Yeah. So we were we got in there while they were playing, and they stopped, and they didn't notice that I was wearing a Minnesota Twins hat. Yeah. So they played the first few lines of Win Twins. Nice. <laughs> the, sure. Because we had good seats for that concert. Who, 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 just all of them played it together? I actually, I actually think it was the just the player. fiddle. Yeah, that played yeah. it. So. Yeah. Um, well, that's appreciated that the record. They are, you know, and the other thing about them that I love. Uh, they're from Duluth, for those of you who don't know who are listening. They're from Duluth. That's where they first started playing together. And if you ever really want, if you, you think about, like, road trips and music, listening to Trample by Turtles driving up Highway 61 on the North Shore yeah. Is, oh, yeah. is a great experience for those of you in Minnesota. They're, they are, who live here and know Highway 61 up on the North Shore, their music is like the the, the landscape. They fit there. the landscape. They do. Yeah. They do. And I will mention that one of the first albums I ever got of theirs was this Live at Luce. 
Mm-hmm. A live album from a show they played at Pizza Luce in Duluth okay. a yeah, yeah, long yeah. time ago. And I just can't find it anymore. Mm-hmm. I was looking it up, so mm-hmm. it's a cool album. Yeah, it's a cool All right, well, I think that makes six. We'll take another break and be right back. Take me out to the ball game. Take me out with the crowd. Buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jack. I don't care if I never get back. Let me root, root, root for the home team. If they don't win, it's a shame. Because it's one, two, three strikes. You're out at the old ball game. And, of course, I had to get a baseball cut in there because, you know, baseball is important to the, the ASP. Bascom relationship. Yes. <laughs> been to a few, uh, what, one baseball game together? We've been to well, we saw the, remember when we saw the um, the playoffs? Yes. From, yes. In New York. Yankee, in New York, yeah. You, the Yankees yeah. You were referring to the experience where you watched the Yankees Twins playoff game that they're playing in New York. At Target. At from Target. Target. We watched it together at Target yeah. Field yeah. in the yeah. concourse or whatever. But then we've actually sat next to each other. But then we also went to a game, yeah. Yeah. Against the Red Sox. Oh, good memory. Thank you. I am pretty good at that type of stuff. It's just good to remember times when the twins were better. You know what? It's May. I think they're going to be okay. I think they're going to bounce back. Uh, You're on the record now. I am. That's true. That's too bad. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, before we get into the last three albums, I'm trying to think. I mean, we talked about a little about era, but the thing that's really neat about what you're doing is, and one of the things, one of the reasons I wanted to do this podcast is that Music is connected to people's lives and to story, and and it's and to fun to it, what and to places. Of course, and it's like when you were telling me, for instance, a, a good one, when you were talking to me about the road trip about being on repeat. I have a memory of I bought um, in 2013, 2012. It was the time I bought my first David Brothers album. Uh, yeah, 2012 at Electric Fetus in Duluth, hmm. and I bought some music that 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 time. And one of the things I bought was Ben Kyle's solo album. And we this played is like a, that. That's like a series of humble brags. We played. Is what, why is that? <laughs> just like I did. I bought that album and played it on River. We played it, and so now I can't be in Duluth without thinking yeah. of Ben Kyle. Oh album. yeah, that's great. It's just really cool. That's and that's cool one too. of the reasons why I love doing this is because you just get to hear. And so it's cool that your story, your whole list is like a story. So so I was. I usually ask people what's the the theme, but you've already given it to me. One step ahead. What's number seven? Number seven. <laughs> Great story, John. <laughs> Great story. The number so seven many stories is narrative. It is by a band called The Head and the Heart. Sure. And it is an album called The Head and the Heart. Head and the Heart. Uh, and, the and, heart. and from 2011. Mm-hmm. Great band. And they. this is a story. I think I started listening to this at some point, and then we, we listened to it on nonstop repeat when we were driving through uh, North Carolina. Okay. We, we, it was our 10th anniversary. We wanted to take a trip. We weren't sure where to go, so we went to all the places. <laughs> uh, so we flew into Louisville, and then we drove to Asheville, North Carolina, and then we drove through the Smoky Mountains mm-hmm. and went to a little cabin outside of Gatlinburg and then drove back to Louisville, mm-hmm. and pretty much listened to The Head and the Heart the whole way. Yeah. And then we did get to see them in concert at the Armory when they were here. Oh, Two years yeah. ago, I think. I haven't Armory's been to that venue. I've heard that's a, a neat place to see a show. Well, it's a great place to see a show if you have a seat. So if you have <laughs> tickets that say that you can't sit in the seating section, you 
just hypothetically would have to sneak up there, which I would never advocate for. And then you would sit in luxury and enjoy the show a lot. But if you didn't do that, then you would just have to stand with the people. (laughs) And as we've established, that's not easy. That's not, that's, yeah, that's not a good thing to do. This is one of those bands that I've heard about for so long. And I've listened to a couple times. You ever have those bands where it's like you hear about them and hear about them and hear about them, but you've never really taken the plunge? Yeah. yeah. This is one of those bands for me where oh, I've just heard it. about them. Oh, yeah. Okay, Rivers and Roads. Okay. You just can't not love it. It's so good. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to be really excited about this, but there's a song called The Valley. Yeah. Is and it about the San Fernando Valley? You, I think it's about Apple Valley. Oh, Apple Valley. And we just moved to Apple Valley, and it talks is about... Is that a place? Talks about whiskey river in the valley. Sure. And I like whiskey. So it all comes together. <laughs> it speaks to you where you're at. It speaks to me where I'm at. Is it really Somewhere about in a, Apple in valley. valley, Minnesota? I think so. Minnesota Zoo in the in My the song? truth is that it is. My truth, yeah. <laughs> Living in your truth. Uh, okay, so what was, there was also it was a, There's also a great song called Sounds Like Hallelujah. Okay. Oh, yeah. uh, which is a really, it's a really just pretty song, I think. Yeah. And are they from, where are they from? Seattle, I believe. Seattle. I mean, I don't know where they're each individually from, but the yeah. band was formed okay. in Seattle. All right. And it's really, it's just low key. It's, it's nice. Yeah. yeah. You know, you ever do those, um, like on Amazon Music or whatever, where you go to a station, like Ava Brothers Station or Travel yes. Organization? Yeah. That's how I've heard them. It's like when you go to yeah. like one of those, you yeah, end up at, up. you know, if, you know. Old Crow Medicine Show, Head in the Heart, Ray Mont- Le Montaigne, or whatever. Yeah. 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 All I'm that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's number? Ocho. Numero ocho. Well, this is what the people have been waiting for. This <laughs> I thought this whole thing was what the people have been waiting it for. Is. It's like you can't keep saying everything is what the people have been waiting for. It's, there's so much anticipation and, <laughs> dare I say, satisfaction. Yeah, and the letters I've been getting. <laughs> Nonstop. So we went. To, we took our kids to their very first concert to see the Ava Brothers, to see Trampled by Turtles, and then we didn't care because we were seeing the Ava Brothers and Trampled by sure. Turtles. But we saw a third band. Oh. And they were awesome, and we all love them. So our pick, I love them. Do you I know mean, them? Dave, Dave You'd all love you. Okay. The when apps. you said we, okay, got it. The so you don't know. No. But you might love them. I don't know. Who is it? Are you gonna say the band? Yeah. It's called is Lake Street Dive. Oh, I love Lake Street Dive. Isn't that yeah. great? They was, Lake Street Dive was there, too? Yes. What a fantastic show. It was the was, best. Lake Street Dive is awesome. You know who also loves Lake Street Dive is my daughter, Corey. She mm-hmm. loves it. Yeah, we saw Lake Street Dive at Red Rocks with the Ava Brothers. They Did opened you? for them. Yeah. Oh, I and, and I'd never heard I'd never heard of them. I never oh. heard of, But they, it was a kind of... So, sorry, now I'm making it about me. I apologize. But it's kind of a similar yeah. story to your uh, story about the gorge, where there was a lightning... Morning. Oh yeah. In the show, and so we walked in while they were already on playing, and I was like, "What is this sound? This is the best sound. Yeah. This is fantastic. Which yeah. album? We chose "Free Yourself Up," which is the 2018 album that they were touring on, and we saw oh, yeah. that. I haven't. I haven't listened. Um, oh yeah, that's the white. The white cover. Is that the like white? Tan. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I have that one. Like light. Yeah, I have yeah. that one. And, um, and it is kid friendly. Yeah. Not all their songs are kid-friendly, but that album is... Isn't that is... one that has Good Kisser on it? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Dude, mm-hmm. hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, oh, I mean, there are just... It's just a delight, like, all the way through. It's so fun to listen to. 
It's kind of easy to say that when you listen to a particular, any, any band is going to have its sound, what makes it interesting, right? But there's something about this band, their sound yeah. is unlike, it's really hard to, there's so many different sort of streams they're coming from in terms of their sound. Right. Well, right, like a jazz background. Yeah. But then the, the lead singer is, she just is... She sounds amazing. She's got she's an amazing phenomenal. voice. Yeah. Rachel Price, and, is that her name? Yeah. And she's yeah. she's so fun to see in concert because uh-huh. she's just she's not playing an instrument, yep. which seems like it would be boring, but she is so dedicated to the singing that it is fascinating watching her, yeah. which is kind of an unusual experience. I don't know. I feel like that's a visually unusual experience where it's just like, ooh, I like watching you sing. Wow, so that is a great three bands to see together. I mean, I've seen Trampled by Turtles and Ava Brothers together. I've seen Lake Street Dive and Ava Brothers together. I've never seen all three Trifecta. of them. Trifecta. Yeah. Well, well done. That's nice work. <laughs> we That's didn't great. even know we were doing it. It just happened. Yeah, for those of you listening at home, if you have not had the chance, to, I mean, obviously David and Jennifer would love for you to hear all of this music, but Lake Street Dive is special, and they do get their name. Right. From Minneapolis. Minneapolis Street. Yeah. Right, yeah. And, yeah. They, and they had they were doing some kind of cool stuff during the pandemic, too. They were doing, like, hangouts yeah. on, mm-hmm. online. Yeah, I've seen a few of those. fun. And we watched them with the kids. And they yeah, were... it was just really good. And, they, and they've done a lot of covers, like YouTube, like, little quick covers. They've done, like, um, Jackson 5. Yeah, you know, yeah. I Want You Back cover. And they're, they're like, they're, yeah. they don't take themselves so seriously. Mm-hmm. Like, they, you know, they'll do silly videos or... And they just came out with a new album. I haven't heard it yet, but they just recently came out yes, with a new album. Yes, it's called Obviously. Yeah, yes. I, don't, I didn't... It hasn't connected. It's not obvious to me that it's, it's not as obvious. good. But they're still Lake Street Dive. But they're so still, they're still awesome. gonna be, Yeah, absolutely. But they're t- and I think they're touring, but the guitar player, McDuff. Yes, McDuff. The one from Minneapolis mm-hmm. is, I believe, not touring with them. Oh, I wonder why. I think he's moving on to something else. Oh. So I just read this He's great. About that. He's great. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. And just an interesting, just as one last thing, an interesting uh, lineup. You know, how many times do you have two women and two men in a band? Well, it's just right. a little bit unusual. It's just right. kind of a nice woman uh, lead singer, lead, and yeah. like their main writer is the other woman, mm-hmm. right? Yep. The bass player, bass player, yeah, bass player, yeah. I mean, so another album is called Side Pony, which yep. is a song worth. Which the, one of the songs on there is my favorite song of theirs. I can't yeah. remember what's the, it's called. Uh, Mistakes. It oh, yeah. is, it's great. Okay. It's, it's so beautiful. I mean, I think that they played it that night. And Red Rocks is, you know, quiet canyons. It's a great song. Well, I just like that they could name their, it's right, It's not just like a, we'll put it in there as kind of a funny addition, side pony, mm-hmm. about the benefits of wearing a side ponytail. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, they're going to name their whole album side yeah. pony. Like, they just embrace it. I love that. All right, we have gone through eight so far. What is number nine? Well, it's interesting that you mentioned number nine. Nine A, Joel, is my pick um, because, as you know, every relationship needs some space to breathe, right? We all need a little time by ourselves. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when you have musical selections, you get to number nine and then. Can't agree anymore. And then you're done. So we have and a tie for nine? We, we have, have two to start our own picks. <laughs> So you each have a nine. Yeah, we each. You tied. Yeah. Right. Okay. We have so a nine I, a So a here's nine what you do. You can a give me nine A and nine B, and I'll pick which one you get. Oh. Oh. Well. <laughs> what are they? I'd love to hear them. Okay. Nine, I'm nine A is, a lot of people are going to say, this is cliche. It's yeah. It's just a, no, it's not a throwaway. The right choice is Hamilton. <laughs> 
It just is. You know what? You were making a big deal earlier about Bob Dylan and you two. So far, Hamilton has showed up just almost just as much. I know. We thought about um, Big River. Like that was our original number nine. I don't know if you're familiar with the musical. The musical Big River. I don't know that one. We love it. It's based on Huckleberry Finn. Okay. Adventures of Huckleberry Finn. Sure. Um, It is true to the story. It has great music. Has interesting lyrics. And at the end of the day, we felt like, yeah, we would not want to listen to that for <laughs> So, But Hamilton, I would. It yeah. is such a rich and textured story, and I get yeah, lost is. in the characters, and I love it. And it is a family favorite, and there definitely are bad words, and the kids know when to skip or when to tell me to turn down the volume sure. or mute it, which is concerning, and <laughs> we love it and share it together as a family. It's really great. Um, yeah, that's definitely one that, that was actually one of those things about, you know, the pandemic last year. They, they, yes. they released it right on July 4th on Disney Plus and we were able to watch it. it right. So it's absolutely a pan, it's pandemic music for our family. Like, that, <laughs> yeah, like totally. that's what we think of it. Cause we hadn't really listened to it much before then. Mm-hmm. Um, couple highlights that, you know, songs on there that you just really love. Oh man, I... I mean, I think it kind of depends on the mood. Like, my favorite character is Angelica. Sure. So I'm always going to take a song where she's in it or she's mentioned. Yeah. Um, My second favorite character is Lafayette, which kind (laughs) of, like, I mean... Je m'appelle Lafayette. Yeah, which also goes to Jefferson. Yeah, that's the same guy. The the actor who plays Lafayette also plays Thomas Jefferson. So so any songs where they're singing, I'm going to like them. Mm -hmm. But also, I really like. I like all of them except for the um, the mistress song, which I always hear. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's nine, y'all. Sorry. Okay, nine is that? that that's nine, right? So now we go on to oh, David. Nine B. As far as I'm concerned, we could end it. Yeah. No, okay, so I that's mean, it. I have to say this because we. Here's what we do. You tell me what your nine. Maybe I could flip a coin. Yeah. Anybody got a coin? We can decide. No. That'd be fun. Well, no one's. Everyone's gonna vote against me because I feel like. Well, if then nobody then, votes against you if it's a coin. The coin. <laughs> is it because you have a bad pick? Yeah. I mean, what is your pick? So, guess. so I, there's a, I am, I feel like I have to express that I am a longtime fish fan. Oh, I like see I've, why I've you can not agree on this, yeah. I've, I mean, I've, <laughs> I've tried to listen to a lot of different music, but I always do come back to fish. I choose Hamilton. And Number I nine is Hamilton. <laughs> 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 I just, this is, I feel so persecuted. I feel so happy right now. <laughs> uh, here, I'm going to make the case for you, and maybe I can win you over, because listen to this live album. I was pointing out some of my favorite live albums. I should listen to a fish album, because I've never done it. I Here's know a fish, and there's some... a Ben and Jerry's ice cream flavor That's exactly. named after them. Fish yes, food. I love that that, that you should eat. The music, no. But here, let me just tell you what's on this show, this live album, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. So they actually cover two Charlie Parker songs. Okay, Donna Lee got me interested. And uh, Moose the Mooch, right? That's a famous Charlie Parker song. Okay. Uh, Dizzy Gillespie song. And then they do this song called ACDC Bag, which is like a fish jam staple. It goes but on for 45 then they play. Then they play <laughs> Rocky Top. They cover the bluegrass song Rocky Top. Okay. And so all of that is in this concert. There's so diverse in the type of music mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's just fun to listen to and like how long would you listen to it if you were enjoying that well the album that i chose because um it's it's a little bit because this album is personal to me but also because it's punitive 
It is five and a half hours long. <laughs> it's yeah, called, uh, it's Hampton Comes Alive. It's like a, five and a box half hours set long. That's, that's of a, that's several a live shows fish. that they did. Yeah, I'll choose uh, Hampton. Hampton. <laughs> yes. But when you create the Spotify playlist, three hours long. put the song, <laughs> put the song Driver from this Though show. I will say both of you, I, I think that both yeah. of you have, have made a good call in that, and I've, I've had a few guests on the show make this call, which is, if you get an album like Hamilton, it means you got some extra music. You have the three hours worth of music. Because well, right. if you just do like a you know one band album, you get like that half hour, forty five minutes. If you get a musical in there, like I've had two people, uh, Corey and and Dean, both had Les Misérables, which is another one that's like three hours long. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's a good call. But Hamilton, I mean, it's so lyric heavy. If you go oh, yeah, out in the basement, you could just. Yeah. You could just memorize every word, and your life would be better for it. And here's the problem, though. One thing in favor of David, and that is, if the two of you are down in the basement and they're locked down there for a year, then there's a dueling scene in it. Mm. I don't know. That might if you're you might be tired of each other at the end, and I could see it playing out. And I go down there, and both of you have just dueled. No, we won't duel. We'll just take turns. And I will put on noise blocking headphones for five and a half. Jen doesn't know that my luxury item is a pair of pistols. So. Oh, Hamilton style. Yeah. (laughs) Took a dark turn. All right. Well, with that, so we've gotten through our nine albums. You, uh, those are great, fantastic, and I love uh, that. Lake Street Dive, Trampled by Turtles, and the Ava Brothers all made an appearance. So with that, you each, uh, you get a book, and I think with this, I don't know exactly how to handle this, because usually it's just one book, so I guess I'll say each of you can think of a book. You don't, you don't have to make up new rules for us. We've already made up the rules for ourselves, Joel. <laughs> As usual, yes. <laughs> yes. So thanks for introducing so, us. So are you each going to have a book? No. Okay, what are you going to do? We're, our book is... Oh, you have one book? Well... Yes, it's a series of books. We've we've going to bring with us the years of Lyndon Johnson, the Robert Caro series, four books about the life of Lyndon Johnson. Seriously, yeah, Hamilton's not enough. You also have to have a four volume set about a president. These because are amazing come on, books. People live a little. You're good. <laughs> so one thing that we just a, always like a memoir. Oh, one thing of that Lyndon we Johnson. No, 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 oh, no. Sure. These I don't know Robert Caro. Okay. I don't know about what this is. So, okay. so Robert Forgive Caro, is, okay. this is his life's work. He's a historian. Who's he awesome. writes one book about a period of Lyndon Johnson's life in a decade. Okay. He started this, like I think, in the 70s. And, um, and it's not really about Lyndon Johnson as much as it is about how Lyndon Johnson developed and used power. That's the theme across the book. But it's really talking about the history of that time. Like a snapshot. So time. like the like first book. his presidency or just in no, general? No, his life. life. So like the first, the first so book like the starts about and... when he's growing up and the hill country in Texas. So mm-hmm. Carol and his wife moved to the hill country in Texas to write Got this. And, the, and they are discussing the, what it meant to live during that time and not have electricity and not mm-hmm. water and you know, farm really uh, difficult land. And then what it meant to get some of these like government amenities and programs like electricity mm-hmm. that would just yeah. totally change. And so, yeah. so that gave, gave you an image of that time. And then one of the more recent books is Master of the Senate, which would have like an entire section of the book about Richard Russell, the famous Senate Majority Leader from Georgia. Mm-hmm. So you're really not just learning about Lyndon Johnson. You're learning Wait, about and then talk about his writing process too, because that I think is what's so appealing to me. 
it, like the research and writing. Yeah, so Caro is a meticulous researcher. Uh, Sounds like it if he's moving places. Every, right. it, he moves where he has to go to write Sounds it. Sounds like Daniel Day-Lewis or something. And when he writes in, uh, in New York City where he is based, he, uh, he gets up every day and puts on his full suit and tie and walks to his office. And, and gets in the, hand writes. And hand writes the, the research, takes his research notes, hand writes the book, mm-hmm. and then eventually gets it into a draft where he's writing it. So takes it to the printing press. Yeah. <laughs> does the whole thing. It's amazing. You know, does but the there, I got to tell you, I mean, I, maybe it sounds boring if, if you're not into, like, history even. Um, I just would recommend trying it because they're really captivating books. Well, so I love I could spend history, a year so reading sure those books. Yeah, what else has he written? We're in the, we're in the basement that for what a year. He, that's he wrote reading. one other book, the first one called I feel The like Power Broker, the was about Robert Moses, this is the his, city I mean, planner. In Robert Moses, and you know the baseball connection, right? Robert Moses? Yeah. You know the baseball connection with Robert Moses? I don't think so. What? He was in, he was a New York uh, City dude, right? Yeah. yeah. He is the reason the Dodgers are in Los Angeles. Oh, because he, because Walter O'Malley, the owner of the Dodgers, had a power struggle with him about whether or not to build a new stadium in Brooklyn for the Dodgers. Oh, that does fit with the theme. So I think that may be why I know what the the authors yeah. are because because I think. Yeah. But uh, so Dave and I, we love talking about politics. We like talking about history, and we like having something to talk about, right? Like that's mm-hmm. so. This would be. I mean, we could talk. We could talk for a year. We well, probably. take a year to read them, probably. That's yeah. a large set. And so it would so give us... four volumes, you said? He's working on the fifth. Oh, so he's still doing it. Yeah. He's still writing it. Okay. Well, I would love to look, look that up. It sounds like something I would really like. Have you read the Hamilton book? I have not. Okay, that's great. You should read yeah, it. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. Since you like the musical. Yeah, we, we own it. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, we're reading it. Ooh, yeah. so what was the name of it again? Robert Caro? Robert Caro, The Years of Lyndon Johnson. The Years of Lyndon Each Johnson. Each book has its own title. Right. But I, it's one of my favorite books, and I'm Fair so pleased that Jen agreed to allow me to select the book. Yeah, yeah. it sounds like it, you, you could just spend the whole year doing that. So he yeah. selected the book, I selected the luxury item. Yeah, what's, now we already know what the luxury item is. Somebody to watch your kids while you're in the basement <laughs> for a year. <laughs> Are they going to just fend for themselves? What's going to happen? Raised on good music. They're fine. <laughs> All right. What's luxury item? The luxury item is um, Tolkien's Lord of the Rings. <laughs> That's another book. Yeah, I know. Oh, so you mean like a movie version of it? No, you don't, you don't get another book. That's not a luxury. Are you allowed to that pick the our... internet as a luxury item? Because if so, I would pick the internet. Uh, and that would ruin our relationship. <laughs> Chess.com is not going to be the third person there. <laughs> that is our luxury item. Your luxury Lu- item another book. It's luxury to have, because you need both nonfiction and fiction to be, I think, a well-rounded human. And we need Tolkien to ground us in the reality of Middle Earth. Have you listened to Phil Bickle's uh, podcast yet? Only part of it. Okay. Well, get to the end. He's already left Lord of the Rings in the basement for you. Oh, that's great. Perfect. Yeah. So, so we can so, also so, I mean, that's what he said. He said he would leave. <laughs> Phil was very generous with his picks. He, said, <laughs> he was like, no, he said, no, no, what he said was, because uh, by the time this is on, yeah, people have heard it, he said, uh, I'm figuring somebody has left uh, Chronicles of Narnia and Lord of the Rings in the basement. So I'm mm-hmm. going to figure that those are already there, and then he picked another book. So. Oh, that's good. Uh, so, uh, um, okay, well, I, that, that is, that, that's a good luxury item. Um, I would say that 
The Lord of the Rings is probably one of those books. I know I've heard it mentioned three times on the podcast. I know. It's so... I mean, I'm sorry that it's cliche, but it's... It, it just... It just fits the needs so well. You've got length. You've got complexity. Mm-hmm. You've got just such wonderful Elvish. characters. Yes, you have poetry, Elvish. music. <laughs> Elvish. Elvish, yeah. Codes <laughs> to break. Yeah, it's a great book. I, uh, I've, I've read it, I think, three or four times now. Yeah. I, my goal is to read through um, Harry Potter, the full series, every year, and Lord of the Rings every year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for I the rest it. of my life. Yeah, Chris Scanlon had the Harry Potter series. Yeah, well, I think it's book. a great choice. Yeah, it's true. Well, I think that just about wraps it up. It has been awesome to go through the picks with you. I have to say so many great things that I would also love to hear, but then some new things that I need to check out. So thank you so much, both of you, um, for being on the show. Any parting words? Well, one thing that you will not, um, that you may not have noticed or paid attention to is I didn't make any jokes about your hair. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because that's well, not perhaps, the show this is. Right? Yeah, well, maybe maybe after, maybe we could take a picture of the three of us together and I could put the uh, the picture with the podcast. Okay. I'll have Steph do that. <laughs> Dave and Joan, thanks a lot for coming on. Appreciate Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. And with that, the 12th episode of the 9th Avenue 9 is complete. I think you will agree that David and Jen were very entertaining guests. Listening back to the interview, I was struck by how much they made me laugh. Such an important thing and a definite characteristic of the times we've shared as families. We forgot to take a picture of my hair that night, even though Jen made reference to it and and wanted to joke about it. I did include a recent photo with the podcast, and honestly, folks, I have no vision or direction for my hair. We'll see what happens. Feedback is welcome. Maybe to a degree. Also, I hate to say it, but it is mid-June now, and the twins are still struggling. We can hope they bounce back. David did point out that I was on the record when I said what I did, and I don't know if I would make that same statement today, but go twins. Be sure to check out David and Jen's Spotify playlist linked with the episode. I was able to listen to it quite a bit. I loved the Cannonball Adderley tracks, enjoyed the artists that were new to me, like Tea Leaf Green, and I even liked those fish tracks, David. Also, it is always great to hear from you about the show. Feel free to leave comments on the website. It's fun to interact with you as you listen. As I said in the intro, I will plan on continuing to record episodes. I have other people interested whom I will be interviewing, so look for more episodes throughout the summer. For the next episode... Pastor Christian invaded my office and decided to turn the tables on me and ask me what my picks would be. So if you'd been wondering, or think you had already figured out, what my picks would be, stay tuned. Summer might be a little bit more erratic with vacations and such in terms of episodes coming up, but keep looking to our website or to Apple Podcasts to see when new episodes arrive. Until then, may the peace of the Lord be with you. Mm -hmm.